may be seated. In the dead of night, Jesus and his disciples enter the Garden of Gethsemane, located on the Mount of Olives. Jesus tells his disciples, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He prayed, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God wills that man should be saved from the hell that his sin deserves. And tonight we remember what that will caused the Son of God to do, what it caused him to give. And he was faithful to the will of the Father, even though the forces of evil all plotted against him. Everyone, everyone was against Jesus. Yet he was faithful, for he cannot deny himself. John records Jesus' first enemy on the scene, who was his own disciple, Judas. And Judas had procured a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, and they all went out to Jesus with lanterns and torches and weapons. Now I'm sure that any of us would be scared to death seeing a group of people with faces that meant to harm us, shining behind lights, uh, with lights shining in our faces. Now remember, in only a few short hours, the fists of some of these soldiers would be hitting Jesus' face, his body. Their Their whips would be shredding his back. But he was not afraid. Silently he prayed, Thy will be done. The second obstacle to the Father's will was a disciple who thought he was doing the right thing. As the soldiers confronted Jesus, Simon Peter, having a sword with him, drew it and struck the high priest, cutting off his soldier, cutting off his right ear. You might think that Peter was fighting for Jesus, but he was actually fighting against what Jesus came to do. Peter did not want Jesus to die on the cross. Peter wanted his own will to be done, not God's. But Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into its sheath. Shall I not drink the cup that my Father has given me? You can hear Jesus' silent resolve. Thy will be done. After Jesus' faithful disciples left him and fled, 
the band of soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. They led him to Annas, the high priest, who questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. Here, here was the high priest talking with the great high priest. Jesus, who would intercede for Annas and all the world, not with the blood of a sacrificial animal, but with his own blood. And when Jesus' skin was penetrated by the nail, the blood of God that Annas was supposed to represent, it spilled out. And instead of praying to Jesus, Anna, Annas wanted God to defend himself before him. And when Jesus answered, one of the officers standing by him struck Jesus with his hand saying, Is that how you answer the high priest? Jesus endured without a word because revenge on this priest, revenge on that officer, would not pay for anyone's sin. Jesus held his tongue, praying, Thy will be done. Meanwhile, one of Jesus' closest disciples called down curses upon himself, denying that he even knew him. In his desire to save himself, Peter denied knowing the love of God who had saved him from the raging storm. And immediately, while Peter was speaking, the rooster crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. They made eye contact there, there in the hall. And Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, and he went out and wept bitterly. Peter acted as though he wanted no part with Jesus, and yet what Jesus was enduring, it was for Peter's everlasting life. Even when we act as though we want no part with Jesus, he takes one step closer to the cross. Thy will be done. And as Peter wept over his failures, Jesus was led from the house of the high priest to the Roman governor, Pilate. And in the person of Pilate, the world that did not know the scriptures finally was forced to deal with the one that even the demons recognized as the Son of God. Pilate did not want to deal with Jesus. So he questioned Jesus. He wanted to find a way to release him without upsetting the crowd. But here's the thing. You cannot please both God and man. You can't at the same time please the flesh and the law of love which crucifies our sin. In answer to Pilate's question, Jesus said, For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth 
listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, what is truth? Then Pilate, trying to hide from the truth, tried to release Jesus once again. He didn't want Jesus to die, but he didn't understand Jesus had to die. Pilate didn't want to be guilty, but he was forced to deal with his sin when he met Jesus by his command. By his command, Jesus would be flogged by the soldiers. And those soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns. They put it on Jesus' head, and they arrayed him with a purple robe. And they came up to him, saying, Hell, King of the Jews! They struck him with their hands. And they were striking his head with a reed. They were spitting on him. They blindfolded him, and they kept asking him, Prophesy! Who is it that struck you? And they said many other things, blaspheming him. The world raged against God's love. But here, in the silent person of Jesus, thy will be done. Bloodied and beaten beyond human semblance, God's love is brought before Pilate one last time. Jesus came out wearing the crown of thrones and the mocking purple robe. And Pilate said to them, Behold the man. And when the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Nobody, nobody wanted to deal with Jesus. But creatures have to deal with their creator. Pilate spoke to Jesus one last time, trying to figure out the claims that the Jews were making about him, that saying that he said he was the Son of God. And frustrated with Jesus, Pilate finally says, You won't speak to me? Do you not know that I have the authority to release you? And I have the authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, Plainly, you would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given to you from above. Pilate and the people who shouted, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. They all thought that they were enacting their wills in the world. But as they frantically plotted, as they schemed, and even as they raged, Jesus was quietly praying, Thy will be done. So they took Jesus and he went out bearing his own cross to the place of a skull. And there they crucified him. And as he hung on the cross below him, there were soldiers fighting over his clothing. The people scurried, they mocked, they insulted, they spat. They were trying to reassure themselves that we are doing the right thing. This guy deserved it. 
they were actually obeying God by killing a blasphemer. That's what they were hoping that they were doing. But meanwhile, Jesus prays, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. In other words, Jesus prays, Thy will be done. And as the blood flows out of his wounds, across his skin, unto the cross, and onto the ground, the lamb was dying so that his prayer could come true. So that sinners could be justified, forgiven. Growing weaker and weaker, Jesus gathered together one last breath and said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. To make sure he was dead, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear. It at once flowed out blood and water from his side. Against the will of faithless man, against the will of the devil, against the entire world, the will of God was done. From the dead body of God in our flesh flows life-giving water that washes away all our sin flows life-sustaining drink that forgives all our sin. The body of Jesus was lifeless, but for all of mankind who was dead in their sin, a new day was about to spring forth. For God did not leave man in his trespasses. No, what we just witnessed and remembered here tonight is that in the person of Jesus, God came to where man resided. Man resided in the place of death, but even death could not keep God from reaching to us. And there at the place of death, his mercy flowed. In this death, O Father, Thy will is done. For in this death, Father, you have broken and hindered every evil plan and the purpose of the devil, the world, and our very own sinful nature. All of those things which do not want your name to be hallowed, all of those things which do not want your kingdom to come, in this death, Father, you have broken down every barrier that keeps us from you. And we are thankful that even when we are faithless, Jesus' passion reminds us that our God, that you are with us, you are faithful, you cannot deny yourself. Yes, Father, we pray with your Son, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.